my name is Tristan Cork. I am a reporter at Bristol Live and this is your weekly podcast Inside Bristol Live, taking you behind the headlines and into your local newsroom. This week we've got a great show for you. We've got uh, Kate Wilson, our politics reporter, who's going to be talking about uh, Bristol's version of Hollywood, which is going to be fascinating to hear. And we've also got Robin Murray talking about the changing face of Stokes Croft. We've got some breaking news that's happening that just at the moment to do with uh, a couple of the big clubs in Stokes Croft. Um, so we'll be hearing from him later on. Um, Video Chris, can we just say we, this is the first one we've we haven't done it for a couple of weeks, have we? This I say so we, we weekly podcast, but we're back now. We haven't done it for two weeks. This is I'm really sorry if you've been uh, listeners if you if you've been waiting for your your weekly podcast. I said weekly at the start, and it's this month. It's monthly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've just been really. You've been poorly. I've been poorly. Um, w- uh, we've been busy catching up when we've been. What's what's been happening? We we need to apologise. I think we yeah. need to. Yes, we do need to apologise and explain ourselves. It's it's just been one of those events have conspired against us. I yeah, everything's gone wrong basically. Everything's gone wrong, but now we're here to put it right. We've yep. got we've got a weekly podcast that will be weekly again, again, yeah. <laughs> starting from today. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this now. Come on, let's go. So let's crack on with our first guest, Kate Wilson, our politics reporter. So this week's first guest is a lady who sits right behind me in the office of Bristol Live. So we are now inside Bristol Live and this is what it's like. She sits behind me. Um, she bumps into my chair occasionally. Um, bit clumsy. But uh, this is, uh, if you can just say who you are, don't um, don't let me introduce you, sir. <laughs> you, you have to do it. So hi, my name's Kate Wilson. I'm the political editor for Bristol Live. Now you've been on the podcast before, just to kind of refresh our memories. You've mm-hmm. been, but you weren't the political editor then. You were. I was not. No, I was a local democracy reporter. So you are the new Esme. I am the new Esme. Yeah. But actually, you're the original Kate. I am the original Kate, but the new Esme. Just to make sure that for all those listeners that have followed through since, yeah, and, and there are, are still many. listening, there are many <laughs> since my mum being those, one. Yeah, since those initial podcasts went out. Hi. Okay, Welcome so you're back. back. You're yeah. back in a new role. You've 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 managed to throw Esme out of the building Basically, and taken yeah. her chair, her computer, her friends, her friends, her contacts, her job. Yep. And this is you now. Yeah. So Hi. welcome. Thank you. Um, and so we have got you in because um, you have done a story that I think a lot of people will be interested in, both in terms of sort of South Bristol planning stuff going on, mm-hmm. but also. Loads of people don't perhaps realise exactly what South Bristol's got in terms of, like, basically the West Country's version of Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't realise. Yeah. Despite the fact that I am born and bred in Bristol. Yeah. When you say the word Bottyard Studios, I would have just told you, oh, it's in Bristol. I would have no, I would have had no idea yeah. where in Bristol it was. Okay. Because I'm not from, I didn't grow up in South Bristol. Right. Uh, and sometimes I think that when you grow up somewhere, you tend to stick to the part of Bristol, the yeah. part of the city that you know and where your friends live and everywhere Okay, else. well, you're forgiven for not knowing about Thank South you. Bristol. Um, so, But tell us what's happening with the Bottyard then. So first of all, let's just, let's first of all, let's just start actually by saying what it is and what goes on there. Yes. So 
Do you want? Should I do that? Because I've been do. there. You've. I've no. I've never been there. <laughs> okay. You, my from my understanding, it's a it's a it's a film studio. Yeah, it is amazing. Actually. Yeah. yeah, I've seen some of the I've seen some of the pictures and some of the videos we've done. There's a couple of features I know that reports have done in the past, which if anybody yeah. wants to check out, are actually really fascinating about all the different businesses. Because it's not just sort of you know you've got your big Sherlock or Poldark or um, was it Fortitude as well. Fortitude that was filmed there, but actually there's costume designers there yeah lighting special effects like in their own separate businesses that then sort of yeah. all, i guess compiled together to it is yeah it's really good and so i've done a few stories about it one was about how they every sort of six months or a year they have like these kind of open day things where they say what uh, so for instance say you're a carpenter in south bristol mm. they'll they'll invite you in or appeal for you to come in and say, look, you could be a carpenter here, and like literally making sets, making film sets and TV program sets, um, and stuff like that. And beauticians, makeup artists, costume, like you say, costume designers, loads of stuff. So it doesn't just employ actors and taxi drivers; <laughs> it employs loads of got trades people as well. Not journalists, though. Sadly, well, no, sadly not. <laughs> no. Although we we do get a bit out of it writing about it, I guess. But um, so they they do lots of films and tv stuff there don't they mm -hmm. so a lot of stuff you see for instance with fortitude which is starting this week yeah i went up to look uh to watch some filming of that um earlier this year and it was really weird because it was summer i think if i remember rightly but it certainly it was nice weather and walk in there and you're in the arctic yeah. <laughs> but, but it wasn't cold oh god <laughs> so it was really weird there's just like this sort of fake snow everywhere and and like skidoos and penguins and polar bears, whatever it was. And um, not penguins. And um, <laughs> Depends what pole you're on. <laughs> that's the South Pole. And uh, so they do things like Fortitude there. That, like you say, they do pole dark. So it's anything kind of indoors yeah. scenes. And then they'll go out somewhere, like whether it's Tintsfield for Sherlock or actually the Arctic Circle for, yes. pole, yeah. for Fortitude. And yeah, so there's some big names. Dennis Quaid's been there. Obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch. Aidan Turner. Yes. Aidan Turner, once I bumped into him at the bus stop in the centre in Bristol. What? Physically bumped into him. I what was, was he getting on a bus? No. So when a lot of the stars, when they come to Bristol, they, um, this is the name dropping. A lot of them, <laughs> they live in the, um, they stay like during the week while they're working in the service departments above um, a Luna. Well, they won't be now. You've just announced it yeah, to the. That's true. To the world of people that listen I to <laughs> Inside Bristol. <laughs> I don't care. They live there, and um, and he was. Uh, I was at the bus stop, and I stepped back to sort of see, check out which bus was coming. Didn't look behind me, and he literally bumped right into me. It's a lot smaller in real life than. I mean, I'm small, so it's fine. Yeah, but a lot of people think you know, Scythe six pack it's going to be quite tall but but no he's smaller than me well yeah. he wouldn't be smaller than me so it's fine anyway he was pole dark he was and he filmed a lot at the bottle yard yep and the bottle yard is a success story now why is this what what's the sort of relationship between the bottle yard and bristol kind of itself as a city it's not just a, a film studios that happens to be there it's actually owned yeah, owned by Bristol Council. Right, so how did so, that... So my understanding of it, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is that 
Bristol Council, Bristol City Council decided they were going to set up these film studios, and I think they opened in 2010. Okay. Um, and there's a team of people. I don't think it's a very big team of people actually. I think there's only about half a dozen people that actually run the film studios. Um, and so Bristol Council, I guess, now are kind of after initially doing the setup, a sort of a partnership. Right. But. I don't think I don't think the Bristol Council officers are in there day to day doing the running of Fortitude or Poldark. Yeah, no, obviously, but there is a film office in Bristol. Yeah, that, there is. Yeah, kind of so it's, link, it's linked with that. Yeah, yeah, and um, so this is in the old Matthew Clark bottle uh, drinks makers. Yes, yes. Which used to make oh Whitchurch Whitchurch Lane, yeah, I believe so it's, it is. So it's, yes. yeah, so it's in Whitchurch. It's kind of like between Hartcliffe and. Hellcliffe Hengrove, right like on that yeah. weird boundary where you're not really sure which yeah. side is which. And there's like a big sports centre next to it as well. Um, so what's the news story this week for Bottle Yard? The news story this week. So at Bristol City Council's cabinet meeting last night, so that's, well, when's this being aired? Tuesday. So, so earlier on, this week. <laughs> earlier this week on Tuesday, <laughs> um, Bristol City Council's cabinet agreed to a compulsory purchase order of a site in Hawkfield Business Park, so about half a mile down the road okay, from yeah. where the current bottle yard and is. Um, and they're taking, I think the site used to be Kelston Gears. Right. Forgive me, I'm not that old. I don't know <laughs> what that used to be. So there's nothing there now. It's like a yeah, it's empty. A compl- yeah, it's empty. It's been on the mar- it has been on the market. And the aim for that is um, part of bottle... Two parts, twofold from the council's point of view. One, it's to keep employment land yeah. within the kind of Hengrove, Hartcliffe area where there's a lot of major regeneration. Probably, I think they're saying it's one of the biggest yes, generations. Like two and a half thousand yeah. houses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for that part of Bristol. Um, and obviously a lot of land has been taken up by houses. Yeah. So there's a desire to keep employment land, especially employment land for something that has been as successful as Bottle Yard. Um, and the second one is also tied into development as well in that some of the studios, some of the older studios at the current Bottle Yard site um, will be disrupted by the house building work that's going to be going on around uh. there. So they, it's almost twofold. So they are thinking, well, some of these studios are not... I think one of the issues is kind of soundproofing as well, which right. is you don't really want to be filming Fortitude in a really dark, yeah. integral scene. <laughs> and then you've got a construction crane going on behind you. Yeah, or you can imagine like... <laughs> you imagine in Poldark when, when he bursts into them having dinner in the 17th century and whenever it is, I don't watch Poldark. <coughs> close, <laughs> close enough. Close enough. You might imagine he bursts in to dinner in the 17th century and there's like a beep, beep. <laughs> Vehicle reversing. I mean, <laughs> in the that re- yeah, fits in with the, the era yeah. of yeah mechanical vehicles and yeah, all that. Yeah, like somebody with a drill. <laughs> so I think they don't want that, right? Um, and they also want to, I guess, an opportunity to expand kind of the bottle yard business okay. and success, and realizing that kind of doing it now. So that I think they said maybe three or four of the studios will be out of use at the current site um. while the building work is going on. So the aim is to sort of like buy this site at Hawkfield Business Business Park, and then kind of completely deck it out with. And I forgive me, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think they're going to build sort of four studios there. Yep. Um, and just and just basically kind of almost transfer part of the current bottle yard business right. to the Hawkfield Business Park site, and then with the aim that once this building work is over, they'll be kind of 
over the two sites within sort of half a mile of each other. Yeah. So this is like basically the first step in the whole of South Bristol becoming like Hollywood. Well, well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> sure. I can't is wait. It, what would, what would the be... sign be? What would the sign be on the hills? Yeah. Well, that's right. Because there is a hill right behind it. It just needs to say Hartcliff instead of Har- oh, Hollywood. But what about Hengrove? You're going to upset the Hengrove. Yeah, that's true. And what's it, what could it say? Yeah, just. Well, how could you? What's a good merge of Hartcliff and Hengrove? Hencliff. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I think we've just offended all of South Bristol. Hartwood. <laughs> oh, I like I like Hart. Oh. Hartwood Henwood. I don't know, but it 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 will be good because the whole of that area will be. Yeah, I mean it's it, it is. It is quite. Um, it is really good because it does employ quite a lot of pe- local people. Yeah, and I think there. this was what some of the councillors. So there's two councillors that sit on cabinet. Yeah. Um, Paul Smith and Helen Holland, who are both kind of. Both Paul Hartcliffe. Smith is from Hartcliffe. Yeah. I know Helen Holland. I think she used to work at the old Hartcliffe School as well. So they're and very she sort of. Represent. She does represent Hartcliffe. Yeah, and so they're both very sort of you know, connected to that area. It's more than just sort of. This is a great business opportunity yeah. for them. They. You know that they do feel the whole, you know, we want local people to get jobs. And, you know, I think Paul Smith was saying yesterday that it's quite emotional for him kind of signing oh, off all of this. Everything's emotional for Paul Smith. <laughs> he's reaching that point. He's going through the menopause, I think. <laughs> but, you know, all of this kind of massive regenerate for, for, for an area that's been a kind of, I guess, a bit forgotten about yeah. in previous years with Bristol development and the areas that kind of get funding and exciting stuff is going on and South Bristol, certain parts of South Bristol yeah. have been a bit neglected in that. So, no, it, it I think it's quite exciting for yeah. Hencliff, whatever we're calling. There we go. Hartwood. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Kate. That's that's good news. And so when it all kicks off and they start doing it, is, that, is there like a time frame for Well, that? there is a time frame. It's loose, as always, when yeah. it comes to... And it's also very dependent on funding. So right. I think the aim is to get funding from WECA to help ah, pay for okay. it. So for those of you who don't know the acronyms of WECA, it's the West of England Combined Authority. Right. And um, I believe from last night they were talking about there's an opportunity to apply for some funding to help pay for that. And I think the decision for that funding is going to be April. Okay. Um, with, you know, so I think they've, you know, last night cabinet, it was a signing, signing the papers to say, we're going to acquire, we're going to, you know, compulsory purchase this site. Um, and then it's sort of all the kind of background work now, I guess while they wait and see what the funding decision is from Wecker and go from there. Excellent. Kate, thank you so much for filling us in on what is going on with Bristol's Hollywood. It's (laughs) great to know. And uh, thank you very much. Hopefully you'll be in soon and again into this podcast with your... Who knows what my next position would be, though? Local government, yeah. You'll be coming and be the editor. Let's let's, let's do that. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you so much indeed. That's great. Thanks very much for that, Kate. That was great. Let's move on now and talk to our second guest, Robin Murray. Hi, Robin. Welcome. You are our second guest on the podcast this week. Can you introduce yourself, please? I can indeed. I'm Robin Murray and I am the Bristol Post entertainment reporter. Entertainment reporter. Excellent. Thank you very much. Now, you have been working on a big story this week, which lots and lots of people will be um, very interested in, I hope. Um, and this will, a lot of people will know what this is about when they when they find out what it's about. Can you just give us a, a kind of a little bit of a praise about what's happened this week in terms of Bristol's night scene, club scene sort of thing? Yep. 
So it was confirmed today after months of speculation and rumours that Blue Mountain, one of the city's most well-established and renowned clubs, is closing. Um, you know, as I said, there have been various kind of rumours around this for, for a while now, but um, it was only today that its owners have come out on Facebook and publicly um, shared the news, and okay. it's going to be closing in February. Wow. So for those who don't know what Blue Mountain is, m- most people will know. It's painted blue. It's not quite a mountain, but it's quite big. Whereabouts is it? So it's just at the bottom of um, Stokes Croft, next door to the full moon, Um, which, of course, could have ramifications for that place because I I know that that place is where people commonly go before they head to uh, Blue Mountain. So, um, you know, this this closure is going to affect the whole of um, the whole of Stokes Croft, really. Yeah. It's going to have huge, huge consequences. Because Blue Mountain has been quite a sort of anchor in that kind of scene, isn't it? All the pubs around there, all the little clubs, Blue Mountain's like the main player there, as well as Lakota around the corner. Yeah, which of course is also closing. Yeah, so, so Lakota's going. So f- let's just go back to Blue Mountain. Why are they Why are they closing? Um, in their statement, I don't actually think they, um, they outline a, a definite reason. I think they've just kind of decided now is the best time to call it a day um and i th- i don't think they actually allude to this but last year's um murder was yeah. uh, a big part in it that's what a lot of people are speculating anyway and i think they've had again this is just pure speculation but i think they've had a lot of pressure from developers mm. and i think that in a way was the straw that broke the camel's back and now they've decided that it's time to move on do something yeah. else because it's been there for you know nearly 3 decades so yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I remember it when I was a a young a youngster. I can remember it, it's been well established. It's like a fixture almost on sort of Bristol's uh, nightlife scene. Um, so that's happening uh, when about February? Do you say end of February? So they've got a, a fairly busy schedule actually in December. Um, and I actually spotted yesterday. That there's like a a, a blowpop closing party. So blowpop is a a club night which has hosted numerous nights there. Yeah. Um, I spotted last night that they they kind of arranged a, a, a Blue Mountain closing party, which is right. um, what kind of um, made me realise that this is actually happening very soon. And then obviously the, the announcement came today, so it's all gone quite quickly, really. But there are people that have known about this for a while now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So are there any sort of definite news or is it just at the moment speculation about what's going to happen to the building? Uh, it's it's speculation, but what I've what I've been told by kind of various sources is that it's going to become student accommodation. Right. And I did a bit of digging earlier today, and I saw that on Zoopla, it was sold back in February this year for I think nine hundred eighty thousand. Okay. Um, and it's not the only building in in that area which is uh, kind of touted for um, student accommodation. I think there's a few other buildings which also could become student accommodation. Yeah. Um, and it's quite ironic, really, as we were just discussing, <clears throat> these kind of developers sell these places as uh, vibrant and exciting. Yeah. But by replacing these nightclubs, they are <laughs> doing the opposite of that. They're wiping out any vibrancy yeah. it's got. And, um, so there'll come a point where it's, it's the majority of buildings there are, st- are, are students, student flats or flats for young people to, you know, like, like yuppie flats or whatever, however you want to describe it. 
and there's actually nothing there that yeah. makes it vibrant. There's yeah, no, literally. There's no kind of nightlife anyway. It'll just be people wandering around going, so this is Stokes Croft then? Pretty you much. Know. It's going to be weird watching it change over the years. Yeah. It's going to be quite because, sad. Because the carriage works in the um, the big kind of old eyesore building up the, the other end of Stokes Croft, you know, what's it called? Westmoreland House and the yeah. carriage works. That's, good. That's changing. That's been knocked down. Yeah, yeah. You've got Hamilton House, which there's a lot of contro- controversy at the moment about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got loads of sculptors and artists and kind of small businesses in it, and they want to change that into flats, don't they, or res- residential yeah. accommodation. So, so that's like the kind of... all flats, really. Yeah. It's gonna, <laughs> you have to go, there's just going to be a newsagent there. <laughs> and, and Pretty the, much. And, and a couple a of few, pubs. A few restaurants, yeah. And I think like the vision is to create some of those cafes where people can have their like cakes and coffees outside which yeah. is lovely but people need places to go out um, it, it's interesting because the the reason why in the furry first place why stokes croft became this kind of you know quotes people's republic and a, a place where it, it was a little bit kind of what's the word Alter, you know alternative and there's a lot of vibrant nightlife and nightclubs was because it is it was sort of forgotten by developers and no one really wanted to bother with it, which is why you had um, buildings that were left derelict for 25, 30 years. Because mm. it's on the main A38 into the city, but at the same time, it's out the other side of the bear pit from the city centre and kind of, you know, that far enough away to not be sucked into the kind of uh, gen- um, regeneration of like uh, Cabot Circus. Yeah. Um, so that so it was really cheap. Mm. So people like moved in there, and there's loads of empty buildings. So people squatted there back in the '90s and stuff, and it was like really kind of happening. And yeah. now it's almost gone full circle now, and it's you know so yeah, I guess things do, don't they? Areas do kind of tend to go in cycles like that. Yeah. Um, but there will, I'm sure there will be people who say that Stokescroft is a horrible area, and you know, it's yeah, full of crime and stuff like that. But I think it's one of those. It, Bristol needs it, you know, Bristol needs that edge because that's what makes Bristol so unique. Yeah. So to see it become so kind of sanitised is um, it is a big shame, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, people go kind of partying up at Blue Mountain till like four in the morning, don't they? And then that's where you get the, I mean, we've done stuff before about like when people start, they let, put a hammock across the traffic lights and stuff and yeah. just swung on it for a whole weekend. And <laughs> let all those sort of, what's that um, night? They have a night, don't they? When there's like just it's, the whole place is like a street party in in um, the oh um, Ravon Avon. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. That's like the whole of Stokes Croft. Yeah, um, and yeah, I guess you know events like that will be in jeopardy with um, yeah more and more closures because there's nothing. There'll be nothing. There'll be no kind of base for it. Or no, you know. exactly. Yeah, uh, and as I said before, you know there will be people that I'm sure don't appreciate that kind of thing but yeah. there'll be many more in the city who do yeah um and they'll they'll no doubt miss it um but another thing you know someone i spoke to recently said that there are so many derelict buildings empty buildings in the city center in broadmead where you just mentioned so why are they choosing stokes croft mm. you know as their kind of new area for development um which is you know a good point i think they need to pay respect to stokes yeah. croft and well i'd imagine it's because it's cheaper well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and they can if they can just kind of edge out, edge out to you know because there's lots loads of student flats now in the city centre, isn't there? Between you know like Broadmead and the centre and the fountains, you know, yeah. Like there's just everything's a loads, student yeah. flats. 
all those sort of office buildings have been converted. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so I guess it'll be, somebody will be making some money out of it, wherever it, whatever happens there. So that's true. What, so that's the Blue Mountain, but Lakota is actually probably a bigger deal in terms of clubs with uncertain futures. What's the what's the crack with, with Lakota at the moment? So um, Lakota, from what I've been told, will likely be around for another year at least. Okay. Um, and the Burgess family who own it are trying to go about it in the most sensitive way, not like other developers who are coming in and just, you know, turning the building into flats. I think the Burgess family will try and um, add to the area in some way. So yeah. I think there are actually plans have been um, revealed actually for it, uh, like the first artist impressions. Um, but I think Lakota will be there for a few more years. Um, but yeah, when that goes as well, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be massive. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, so uh, you can read all this this week um, in Bristol Live. Yep. On, yep. In the Online Bristol now. Post. Online yep. now in the Bristol Post this uh, Thursday and Friday weekend edition. I'd expect it will be. Um, Changing face of Stokes Croft. Big news for the Blue Mountain. Um, thank you very much, Robin. That's great. No worries at all. Thank you, Robin. That was really interesting. And that is the end of our show. But before we go, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this Inside Bristol Life podcast. That means you won't ever miss an episode, even when we've forgotten to do one. <laughs> and... Um, then also you can follow us on Twitter, IBL Podcast on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Tristan Court Post. You can follow Kate on Twitter. I think she's Kate J. Wilson. And you can follow Robin and he's at Robin Murray. So um, And also Bristol Live is obviously at Bristol Live, funnily enough. So thanks very much for your time. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've found it interesting and we'll be back next week. Bye.